Hey guys, Rick here and welcome to the Fanafly channel. Today I'm excited to present my conversation with Tyson Dela Cruz. Tyson is a well-respected, well-known investor, real estate entrepreneur in the Las Vegas Valley. The thing that's unique about Tyson, and I really, really wanted to bring him on to discuss, is his philosophy, not just in life, but personal development. This conversation goes all over the place, which is great. So it's not just business-centric, but it's actually life and philosophy-centric. We discover the most important thing, which is trying to identify your why. Make sure you guys hit subscribe, listen all the way through. I'll be bringing more content just like this. Love to hear your feedback and comments. But without further ado, Tyson De La Cruz. Tyson, what's up, man? What's up, brother? Thank First you so much. First and foremost, much. you're one of my inspirations on a lot of things I do, from uh, real estate, obviously, to YouTube, to just the way you kind of live your life. You know, and one of the things that motivates me to try to be something a little bit out of the norm or out of the status quo is to be able to choose the way I want to live my life. You know, be productive and, you know, uh, kind of live to the beat of my own drum. And when I think of that description, very few people come to mind more than you. And that's a big compliment personally for me to you and it's sincere, man. So thanks for your time in advance. And I just want to have a chat with you, brother. So if you're cool with that, you know, we'll just kind of carry on. Yeah, man. First and foremost, brother, thank you so much for that, that, uh, that compliment, man. I, I really appreciate it, man. And, and it means a lot coming from you, man. And then just, just in general, like, uh, you know, we don't, we don't realize like how, how many people are watching or, or what people take from, yep. from what we give out to the world. And I appreciate you reciprocating that back to me. Hey, pay for it, dude. Pay for it. So let, let me ask you a generic question. Well, I'm sure we'll cross into the realm of business and real estate and your success in that naturally, but it's kind of a generic, general, uh, general uh, question, which is what makes you tick? Like what gets you out of bed? Mm, that's a really good question, man. You know, and, and I think just in different notions and times in my life mm -hmm. that that changes and that transmutes. Uh, currently right now, uh, it's it's this this. I, I have this notion of of really setting my family up like my future family, my my kids generationally. Mm -hmm. um, through through wealth, through experiences of of real estate and having a different life than than maybe I have had, you know, or creating different opportunities than from what I have had or you know growing up. And currently, like my my why is to grow my my uh, my my wealth in, in real estate, if you would, and then mm -hmm. also. Um, there's this, there's this Macklemore song that I absolutely love, man. It's, it's glamorous. It's Macklemore yeah. glamorous. Yeah. And he says this line in there and it's, uh, and he says you die twice. Once is the first time that they bury you in the grave. And the second time is the last time somebody mentions your name. Um, and I think about that because I think about how many people have like passed away. Um, and you know, at the time that they die or leave this earth, that's it. You know, like they're no longer talked about. They're no longer, you know, and, and, and not to say like selfishly, I want to be talked about for long periods of time, but you know, honestly, bro, like I, I, I really, my intention is to make an impact as, as much as I possibly can with whatever medicine that I have to share, like whatever thing that's on my heart, mm -hmm. like that's, that's what I want to reciprocate to the world. Um, and I want to create ripples, man, selfishly and unselfishly. 
It, I, I think I think the you know the fallacy in using the word selfish is has a bad connotation because you know having something or doing something that's self-serving and serving others doesn't have to be mutually exclusive. You know, I think the best scenario in anything that anyone can do or accomplish or create is when it's mutually beneficial to the people that you're helping, society, the world, and yourself too. There's nothing wrong with that. So um, when I talk to people, I always try to listen to the language they use. And, and you use something very unique. You said that if I have medicines off of the world, that's a, that's a pretty awesome way of describing what your gift is. And I know, you know, you're very, you're very into, um, for lack of a better description, you know, spirituality, not necessarily religion, but spirituality, self-discovery. Um, you've been through a couple of, you know, journeys in medicine, various, you know, traditional and non-traditional herbal, what have you. Uh, are you cool to talk about that? I mean, what are some of your experiences in that and kind of you know, walk me through some of that, that experience? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, the the, the the plant medicine journey or just the journey in general um is that what you're referring to yeah that's what i'm referring to yeah yeah so i've i've uh i've experienced some some ayahuasca journeys um mm -hmm. some some 5-meo dmt journeys uh so when when you hear like uh bufo bufo is 5-meo dmt it's actually uh from the secretion of uh, a frog mm. and uh, i think Mike Tyson recently spoke about it on Joe Rogan podcast, but about like six years ago, uh, that was my first experience ever with, with any type of psychedelics. And through that time, like prior to that time, I was, I was going through this journey of, of self-discovery. Um, my, my grandfather uh, had just passed away and he, he's the individual, like he was a father figure in my life mm -hmm. and he'd passed away. And, uh, and I just, I just saw the things that I was currently doing up into that point that weren't necessarily serving me anymore. And, uh, and then that's when I discovered meditation. I discovered Eckhart Tolle. And then through that, I, I kind of, you know, discovered yoga. And then I was introduced to 5-MeO-DMT, which, which is a, a psychedelic. They call it the God molecule. And, and when I experienced that for the first time, you know, I didn't smoke cannabis. I, you know, I didn't consume cannabis or anything like that. And I experienced that. And then I realized the world in, or the lens in which I was viewing the world was semi distorted, you know, hmm. based on the perspective of me coming out of that experience. Like I realized like that it, when, when they speak about this veil, like being lifted, or a different lens, you know, you've ever been to optometry and then they, they click sure. and they're like, you know, this one or this one, you right, know? Right, right. And I had this, I had this lens on. And then when I, when I experienced that, that psychedelic, I, I, my eyes were open and I was, my heart was open and I, wow. I was like, wow, there's, there's so much more to this world than what I had originally perceived or what I had been taught to perceive mm -hmm. the world. And you know, this is when I started, like, I started really diving into my business. I started painting more and like getting, experiencing more creative flow. And, and through that experience, you know, I've sat with, I've sat with the Shipibo tribe, um, in the Amazon with ayahuasca. I've, sh I've sat with the Shipibo tribe here in, in the States. Wow. Um, 
uh, that, that those those each of those experiences to me have contributed to small boosts uh both personally and professionally uh in my life mm-hmm. and they've they've allowed me to kind of break through walls that i've naturally like i wouldn't have been able to i i could have sure um but it was like the elevator or the escalator to breaking through those walls um, they say sitting with with ayahuasca one night is like you know ten or twelve years of therapy. Wow, and, uh, they, uh, that's absolutely true, man. Yeah, you know it's absolutely true. Yeah, you know what's what's cool about that is yeah you know, I've known two people that have done ayahuasca, done a couple of actual um, ceremonies, and actually go to Peru right uh, to get the brew and. It's one of those things where they say, just like you said, you know, your eyes or your, your lens gets changed to see what the world, what the real reality is. So for someone like me, by the way, this is definitely on my list to do. Um, but for someone that hasn't experienced it, you know, what was the world prior to these experiences and what is the world to you now? Oh, man. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the world that I saw prior to sitting with any type of psychedelic uh, is Western culture specifically mm-hmm. is um, and and prior to me saying this, uh, you know, I don't I don't want to this discount the world in which we live in um, sure. and and the game that we get to play. Sure, because we get to play the game, right? Like mm-hmm. life is a game, mm-hmm. but the the Western culture. The Western civilization is is filled with materialism and consumerism, mm-hmm. and uh, you know these 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 fractions of necessarily like not being good enough or mm-hmm. you know wanting the next thing and the next thing, and this is what this is what I still continue to see, and I still continue to like dance with that experience because uh, this is the world that I live in, right? Sure. And uh, the tangible you know, world, right? Nothing else, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, this, uh, this notion of uh, prior to, like, engaging in this frequency called l- love, mm-hmm. right? Like this love frequency, this gratitude, this abundance frequency. Prior to sitting in psychedelics, I, I had no, I had small fractions of what love, like a love frequency or love mm-hmm. vibration or or gratitude or abundance really felt like um, because sitting with sitting with Bufo or five MEO DMT, these experiences like in some ceremonies, uh, there's ex- there's moments where uh, I I I I die, like wow. I I die, like my my ego dies, my uh, like my physical dies. And when I come back in this, in my body, almost mm-hmm. like from a sleep state, when I come back, I'm so appreciative of everything that's around me mm. and every thing, the fresh water, the, the computer, the, the, the clothes I get to wear, the, the people that I get to connect with. And really like at the end of the day, the ayahuasca is all these things have, have essentially shown me that the the love frequency like that love vibration that currency is mm-hmm. really all that matters mm. and and tapping into that as much as i possibly can on the daily basis is is 
the most important thing for me. Um, not to say that I, I don't dwindle. Um, oh, because sure. I do get caught in the consumerism. I do get right, caught right, right. in the materialism and the capitalism, you know, because yeah. it's the game. But right. I also get to play it with from a heart space, you know, and, and I get to reset right, and see these things differently. That, that's interesting because I think that's, that's where most people struggle. And again, a lot of it is mind shift, right? You tap to one side that is just so anti-capitalism because their connotation is you acquire, 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 you step on people, acquire, acquire, and so you build this castle and then you die and then so what? Which some people do live that way and that's unfortunate. And it seems that, you know, through your experiences, you're able to have the best of both worlds, meaning that you live in a state of gratitude, you live in a state of appreciation, you see the world from a different lens, but you also understand the tangible world, for lack of a better description, that, hey, I do need a roof over my head, I do need transportation. I do need food in the fridge. And for me to kind of live this creative lifestyle, I have to have, at least in this tangible existence, I have to have some monetary resources, right? So it's, it's trying to find that, that balance. Um, and I think you're a great example of that. And, and truth be told, man, I mean, up until probably the last couple of years, I struggled with that because, you know, coming from an Asian family, man, I mean, it's all about, and not, not to say, you know, the culture is bad or anything. You know, they have wonderful things about the culture, but the culture is very achievement oriented, very status oriented, very safe face. What can you do to represent your family name? You know, that type of deal. And at the end of it all, to me, I think it's about your experience, you know, the experience that you leave behind with people and what kind of legacy you leave that isn't about just tangible things. Um, and, you know, like I said, I struggle with that every day, too. So I love hearing, you know, the fact that you found that balance. So going back to that, do you struggle with that sometimes, too? Because you do flow back and forth into both worlds. And again, you're human, right? So are there times where you caught yourself, you go, damn, I'm, I'm bitching today because my Wi-Fi is so slow. I'm supposed to be in a state of gratitude. You catch yourself doing that? Oh, bro, all the time, man. Like, it's. It's this beautiful dance, right? Because I, I still get to life, be adulting and be humanizing and, and live in this capitalistic, materialistic like right. type world, right? I'm also like, I love nice things, man. I love, I love nice clothes. I love nice watches, driving nice cars, eating good food, things mm -hmm. like having a, a beautiful home, like things of that capacity, you know? Yet I, I, I sometimes, especially with the introduction of social media, right? Mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm, I'm equally as a content creator, also a consumer. Sure. And there are things that come up that I'm like, oh man, like I'm not good enough or I need more. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and this is this, like, it's, it's this, it's this dance, man. Right. And like, sometimes when I, when I feel myself leaning too much into one thing, I, I get to check myself, you know? And it's, it's, it's a, for me, like the, the thing that I found best is, is if I want to cultivate and create a goal or, or something that I wish to achieve materially, like whether it's, you know, X amount of homes or X amount of doors or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it's simply like, I just put it out into the, into the ether, into the universe, you know, and I, and I let whatever anybody believes in for me, it's God, you know, like sure. I, I put it into his hands. You know, and as long as I'm doing the the, the work daily, yes. that that yes. that that thing will 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 manifest into reality. Yes, you know, That's and I don't consistently like 
barge and, and bump at it. Although, you know, there's times that I'm like, ah, it's not happening fast enough. And then I get to remember that just because I put it out in the universe, like, oh, mm -hmm. I want X amount of doors. F from the time that I created that manifestation, like affirmed it into the world, mm -hmm. it's, it's from that point of view in which I was living. And when it comes to fruition, it might not look like the way that I yes. like initially thought about it. Yes. And, and it's, it's interesting when, when you're open to receiving on all levels, because mm -hmm. then things like kind of manifest greater than, than what you originally anticipated. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's like that saying, and I'm going to butcher it, but basically to the extent of sometimes not achieving your dreams, you find your calling, right? So the universe and the world kind of has its plan. Uh, and I do like what you said as a caveat to that is as long as I continue to do the things I'm supposed to do. Honestly, you know, in 2021, everyone knows and I've heard the, of the book, The Secret, right? The big phenomenon, The Secret. And I think, you know, The Secret is a to be continued type of instructional book. And I believe in a lot of the philosophies that comes with that. The one thing for me personally that was lacking was now what are the action steps? It's great to have your vision board and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, if you're sitting on a couch eating potato chips, man, you're not going to create that life that you want. You got to put in the work, right? So absolutely. you still have to put in the work. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, so for you, you know, how do you, you know, you've been doing real estate now for how long? Uh, since 2014, I always kind of been this, had this entrepreneur mindset. I, I cut grass and picked up poop. Uh, I had a bike shop when I was yeah. little, like just, just things. Cause I, I always, I loved providing a service for people. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, I, I love when, when I see people and they're like, Oh my gosh, you did this or, you know, just, 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 I like having people in awe, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, that's kind of like my, my confirmation bumps. Right. Um, so it's your love but, language, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, but, but, uh, really, really started like my, my real estate business in, in 2014 and, and just been doing that since. So what, how'd you go from various things, especially picking up dog poop to being, <laughs> Uh, an entrepreneur specifically with real estate flipping and investing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Means? So, you know, the dog poop was was when I was little. Yeah. <laughs> um and the 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 bike shop. Um but uh just through uh I, I started exporting and importing goods for like Costco and Walmart and some nonprofits and and uh I always loved housing. Like housing was my thing, I love design. Like mm -hmm. design's actually my my thing. Like okay. I, I love creating beautiful living spaces for people to experience different emotions in different areas of the house. Like that's that's ultimately like what what juices me up. And I was like, okay, how can I how can I do that? Like how how can I flip houses or or own real estate? And uh, I got I got my real estate license, and just through um, like representing buyers and sellers. That's when I met my first partner and, uh, he actually didn't want anything to do with me at the time. Like he didn't uh, want, cause I was like, Hey, how'd you get into flipping real estate? And he was like, you know, 50 years old at the yeah. time. And he, he, he's done some developments and, 
he's like, man, I don't want anything to do with you, man. Like, you know, so what I did is I, I basically pulled up, uh, all the houses that he had bought and I would like drive to them and like sit at them and wait for him to show up Beautiful. to like give the guys instructions on what they're doing for the rehab, mm -hmm. you know? And then I was like, Hey, you want to go to lunch? This and that. And that kind of started my, my real estate investing kind of, uh, endeavors. Right. Right. Yeah. So not taking, not taking no or having someone brush you off because I think that's another thing too, right? I think people always go, how do you get started in anything, whether it's real estate or whatever? And, you know, it's, it's like that saying, you know, your network is your net worth and yeah. you've got to cultivate these relationships and, you know, and not the, not the self plug, but you know, one of my early videos, I was talking about OPM, just a brief understanding of OPM for the general public. And I made a comment of saying, you will be shocked at how many people out there have expendable cash that are willing to invest in you if you bring value to the table, you know, and, and you just got to go out there and you just got to talk and meet people, right? So it started with a partner. From there, you kind of, you know, I'm sure just like everyone else started going slow and then it just kind of took a life of its own or, or was there a fork in the road when you said, hey, this is this is something special here for me. Do you Yeah, like, so, I, you know, I... I I just waited for him and then we kind of cultivated relationship. We did our mm -hmm. first deal together. He, he was gracious and, and uh, amazing enough to front most of the money. Yeah. I had $15,000 from, uh, from a life insurance, <clears throat> a portion of a life insurance policy that my grandma gifted me from my grandfather. Cause mm -hmm. at this time also, like I was, uh, just to kind of brace this in the storyline. Um, I, I was also working on like my personal development. Like I just got out of like this severe experience of depression and, mm. and this is when I kind of found like meditation. And, and so like my personal development journey and like my real estate journey really run parallel with one another. Um, and I had the 15,000 and he was like, Hey, what do you got? And I'm like, dude, this is what I got. I got a couple mm -hmm. other deals closing for traditional real estate. Mm -hmm. He was like, okay, cool. Like, give me that. And I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can give this to you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. And uh, we found our first deal. Um, you know, he, he showed me a lot. My my first deal. Mm. Um, it was actually like a like a five bedroom, five bedroom, close to three thousand square foot. Oh wow! You went big. It had like a pool. Time, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was this whole thing, and and uh, and we ended up flipping it. Made really good money, and then from there we just. I, I took that and then I, you know, I did another one and then mm -hmm. I was able to do two. I think the first year we did like eight or 10 together, which mm -hmm. was great. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, you know, and then after about like a year and a half, uh, we just kind of went our separate ways because, uh, um, it was just, I was outgrowing the, the, yeah. the, the, the relationship, you know, mm -hmm. um, he was really old school, did a lot of paperwork stuff. Um, so, uh, we just we just outgrew each other. We still we're still cordial, but I'm so I'm so gracious that uh, that uh, he he kind of showed me the way. And there's nothing wrong with that too, because you know as you evolve and and he goes into the different seasons of his career and his life, it's people have different visions. It doesn't mean that it's anything bad. I think you know breakups or separations are not never not always a bad thing. You know, it gives you room to grow and evolve. So that's beautiful. I, and and I bet you if you were to talk to him. And looking back, he didn't need your money. He just probably wanted you to make sure you have skin in the game if you're going to be serious enough. 
know yeah, I mean? yeah, man. And so like the way that we cultivated that relationship initially, like with him or with me, like consistently reaching out mm -hmm. and me like f wanting to find him and to where he was mm -hmm. at. This is very similarly to way that I connect with, with people that, you know, want to hop into the real estate investing space or real mm -hmm. estate, because for me, um, it, like now, especially now there's so much information like readily available, like right. online through books, through podcasts, there's a bunch of information available. And, you know, if, if, if an individual is, is really passionate about achieving or wanting to do something, mm -hmm. they'll really discover some free avenues and some sure. resources that are directly tangible to them to help them kind of gain knowledge and to come from a space of, of eloquency when they're speaking to somebody that they wish to be mentored by. Mm -hmm. So very similarly, um, you know, this is, this is how I like connect with people also. Um, you know, if they're not like if they haven't read books or or listened to podcasts or you know even moderately like gained some knowledge about it, right. you know, showed some intent to wanting to grow in the space, it's very difficult for me to connect with them, you know, and and it's 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 almost like not even necessarily worth my time, quote unquote. Well, sure. I mean, especially now, like you said, going going to what you're saying, we're in an era of information. You can YouTube, you can network through various social media and find people that have experience in any realm. I mean, from zero to expert, yeah, it'll take some time and it may take longer for others than, than, than another person, but you can do it. And to your point is, if you're not willing to at least step out and do that on your own, how am I going to take you serious? You know, because everybody loves the idea and loves the talk and loves the dream of being an entrepreneur. Um, and until they experience, you know, the rough side of it too, because, you know, nothing, uh, life is not a free lunch. It's the reward that's worth the battle though, right? So, yeah. so let me ask you this. The masses, because I was part of the masses, and I think that's where people fall. And it doesn't matter if, if you're, you barely graduated high school like me, or if you're highly educated, the execution or stepping past the learning things on paper and actually jumping in the real world and doing it takes a lot of courage takes a lot of drive and people have to eventually at some point, if they want their life to change in any realm, do that and take action. How do you help people cross over to that? Because everybody is, is picking up a book is great. They'll watch 10,000 hours worth of YouTube. They'll do all the data research and do this and that. But a year from now, they're still doing it. Two years from now, they're still doing it. How do we help those people cross over and take action? That's great, on? man. That's super great. This is a really cool question because I always say, you know, people don't necessarily have like an information problem. Mm. You know, they have an execution problem. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, because all the information is readily available. Yep. The biggest thing is, is know, like know that you're going to, you're going to F up. You're going to, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to, but you're going to, you're going to, you're going to quote unquote, like fail forward. You know, yes. because you're going to learn through the process of, of making mistakes. You're going to learn through the process of not doing so good, potentially mm -hmm. losing money or getting emotionally distraught or getting extra stressed out. Any, anything that, that's new, anything that's different, that potentially is challenging, creates stress. It creates 
overwhelm, you know, it creates fear of unknown, but like leaning into the fear of the unknown and leaning into the possibility that it might not work out is really like to me, taking that first step into leaning into that courage. And there's this amazing video of Will Smith speaking about skydiving. I don't know if you've ever skydove or if anybody's ever skydove or jumped off buildings and stuff like that. Um, and, and I'll, and I'll reference like my personal experience with it is like, you know, the, the, the most difficult time and Will Smith references this too. The most difficult thing is to really like jump off the ledge mm. or like jump out of the plane. Yep. But once you jump, you realize that it's, it's the most freeing experience that you've ever had. Very similarly to like real estate, real estate investing, entrepreneurship, anything right. that that you want to lean into, yeah, it's scary. And the possibility of it not working out is there. And I I love that because that's the reality that that I hope people accept because once you accept reality and you kind of rationalize and you realize that failure is there and the worst scenario, even if you fail, like you said, you fail forward, there's lessons to be had, right? I think that the fear of failure is what really is holding people back. It's not oh. failure itself because if you look back and I look back in my life, I'm, I'm turning 45 this March and I look back, I mean, it's a row of failures, brother. You know, it's a row, it's a Rolodex of failures. <laughs> but the key thing is, is you kind of build a callus to that, right? Uh, and I think failure is really a blessing because you do activate that callus, that muscle that you go, oh, I've been here before. It sucks, but I've been here before. So we just keep on trucking. Um, it's that fear of failure, though. So if you haven't had that enough in your life, that's where I think you, you, you freeze. Um, you know, do, do you think drive is hardwired or, is it, or it can be learned, it can be developed? Do I think drive is hardwired or can be learned? You know, I think I think a small portion of of your 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 drive is is kind of like the the increments of like being able to push through certain thresholds are mm-hmm. are like genetically in you. Sure. But I think that also can be learned through experiences. You know, um, just like those calluses that you mentioned. You know, I think I think drive is. Uh, I think, I think it can be pushed at like these buttons mm-hmm. based on different areas of your life or time of your life. You know, I'll give you a prime example of a, of a person who's like, let's say significantly overweight, you know, the, the drive for them to get healthier or to consume more fruits and vegetables or, or move more, um, doesn't take effect until something traumatic happens in their life. Right. You know, and then they're like, right. oh man, like my heart or, or my lungs or, you know, whatever. Very similarly to like me experiencing like depression and, and going through these, these, these emotional things. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize where I was at until I had like this, this breakdown and the drive to never get back to that space or experience mm-hmm. those things again, like push me to always move forward. So I think it's a combination of both. That's interesting. It's it's almost like it's the carrot and the stick. Both can move you. It's whatever you're focusing on. And I mean, 
if you don't like running, but a bear is chasing you, you probably like Usain Bolt. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's the level of, of motivation and what's going to push you there. I think, you know, like we, we talked about you know, in the beginning was what makes you tick. I think that's where it's probably the toughest thing for most people is to figure out what is it that they really want. You know, the money and all that stuff, you know, you know, as crazy as it sounds, I always try to find lessons from everybody. And as crazy as Dan Bilzerian is, for those of you that know him, you know, there's a quote that he said that he said, in my life, you know, I have a lot of pleasure, but I don't have a lot of joy because he can get everything. He has enough money, or at least supposedly he has enough money to get all the material stuff, the girls, the houses, all that stuff, and those are just pleasures. But the joy is what I think, even for him with all his resources, are hard to come by because you really have to dig deep to find what that is. I think once you hit that, for most people, there's no turning back and you can go. If people can hone in on their why, everything else kind of just falls into place. The, the why is absolutely important. You know, like, um, you know, for, for me, it, it's, it's, it's this, the, the, the best thing, like, I, I want my time. Like, I want time, right? Mm. I want time. Like, because I can't, I can't, like, add time, but I can, like, ultimately use the best of my time. And how do I do those things through, like automation and, and passive earnings, right? And living below my means. And, you know, they, these are things that, that I particularly like, you know, and that my, my experience with my spouse and my family and like those bring me joy. And mm -hmm. the more that I get to do those things, honestly, like the more that that fills me up, the more that I'm able to like do business stuff. Yeah. And I don't need to do business stuff for a long time because I'm like filled up through my experiences of my relationships, Beautiful. you know? It's your anchor, right? It, it, yeah, it, yeah. if you don't have an anchor, that, that little someone cuts you on the freeway can, can ruin your day. If you don't have that anchor, someone breaks into one of your flips. You know, you wake up one day, you go to your flips and there's a family of people uh, smoking crack there, you know, it can ruin your day. And then you laugh because we've all experienced it, right? Um, and it's just those things where, where if you can find your anchor, find your why, those things become bigger than any obstacle, you know, and it sounds a little foo-foo or what have you, you know, but the reality, reality, it is what we, we drive on, you know, it's, it's a thing that really pushes us through. Um, so let me ask you, you know, I don't want to take up too much of your time, uh, cause we'll do this again in segments cause I, I love understanding, you know, how your brain works and talking to creative people. Uh, let me ask you a weird question. What are you fearful of and what are you excited about? You know, it could be business, it could be your life, or just be just in general how the world's going. So what 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 concerns you and what are you optimistic about coming from your lens, your perspective? The 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 first thing, the first thing that comes to mind, man, is like what what I what I've experienced fear, like the things that 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 have like brought up fear for me at times mm. um is uh <laughs> is this uh is is as much as i've experienced this through ceremony and it's it's this this fear of like of death and because like because i i feel sometimes that that I wasn't 
able or I like let's say I'm I default here in this moment. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't able to impact and empower people mm-hmm. as as much as I intended to. Okay. And that 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 um that like kind of keeps me up sometimes, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. You know, and, and that also kind of what 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 pushes me forward in a space because I'm I'm fearful of that. So like, how can I live my best day, and how can I impact just one person that day, and and share one thing this day, uh, and then that just allows me to rest better. You know, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. What are you optimistic about? Man, the first the first thing that comes to mind, bro, is is like the the, the human's ability to innovate. Mm. Holy smokes, man! Like, yeah. you know, when I when I think of my grandma, you know, she was born uh, prior to nineteen forty four or something. She's eighty four years old, so um, you know, she they had they had ring. They had you, you know, the the phones where you where you dialed like this. Sure, sure. You know, now she's calling me on a cell phone. Like mm-hmm. she watches YouTube, right? You know, like the human innovation is is man, that's so powerful. Yep. And then also, like I love this transition on what's occurring now with this. You know, one this C nineteen thing is is has has allowed us to see that. You know, we don't we don't need all these things in which we thought we needed materially like we get to we get to really live and enjoy life Mm. like it doesn't it doesn't need to be about the money you know right it doesn't need to be about the cars or anything like that it's about the experiences man you know so Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm excited to see that the the innovation and and just people really leaning into to their passions in life I agree with you in that we see we see the world in the same way. I, I try because the worst thing that hinders people, I think, is being cynical, right? And and you can definitely fall into that where you just get burned from life so much that nothing is jo- enjoyable. Someone else succeed means they must have cheated their way there because my life kind of sucks. And you become cynical and you hate everything that goes on around you. Now I will say this without trying to be so preachy. So excuse me, audience. Turn off the damn news and talk to your friends and family without all the BS, all the white noise. Have conversations like this. And when you take the time to have conversations like this, you realize, like you said, man, human nature is an awesome thing. We've gotten this far, right? I mean, look at all the challenges we've had through just the evolution of of life. And we've gotten to this far. And in one generation with your grandma, she's dialing on a cork phone to FaceTime you. You know, and I just listened to Elon on another podcast talking about you know, travel to Mars within 10 years or less, that kind of deal. I mean, it's we're living in a magical time if we decide to focus on it, you know? I, I think the challenges of life is always going to be there. But, you know, when when misery becomes profit, in other words, through media and everything else, they're going to try to bombard you, man. They're going to try to change the way you think. They're going to try to change the way, you know, you live your life because you're going to be so dependent on them. So, again, with us grandstanding on my soapbox, turn off that white noise. And have conversations like this, you know, and yeah, and that's I, I think that's a huge start for most people if you can do that, find the time to do that. Um, so let me ask ask you one one last question: If 
you had the megaphone to the world. You know, I, I like just doing these grand scenarios. You have a big megaphone to the world and everyone, you have everyone's undivided attention and you wanted to help people be the best they can be or live the kind of life that they dream to live, wherever that may be for them. What would be your, your words of wisdom, your words of encouragement? You know, what would it be? You have the floor, kind sir, and you have the <laughs> megaphone to the world. Man, man, this is a super powerful question. Um, you know, I, I, I would tell somebody, um, either to look to the left or to the right and whoever's next to them, that's, that person is a stranger, mm -hmm. right? Um, I would, I would enroll them in the process of, of giving that person a hug for more than five seconds, like a really, really strong hug, you know, and really embrace that person. See if you can feel their heartbeat. See if you can feel their breath. You know, feel, feel their, their heat, their body heat. And then through that experience, you know, like that, that frequency, that openness, that, that experience that you, that you feel through that person, that, that's, that's the currency that really, really matters mm. is that human connection, is that mm. human experience. Feel the humanity. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful, yeah. brother. Yeah. That's beautiful. I don't, damn, I don't know how else I can add to that. Um, except for, you know, I love to have these conversations with you throughout the space and time as we get to know each other. Like I said, I didn't want to bombard you with too much of your time. Um, but conversations like this, I hope if nothing else, if people don't take anything else away from it, is that they can have these conversations with the people in their life today and it will bring so much value when you bring the humanity into everything that you do and for people that are listening i know my channel is about you know self-discovery improvement and, and business as well too tyson's a perfect example of being an entrepreneur being a capitalist but having and always keeping the humanity so for that brother i thank you uh please come back we'll coordinate something and we'll break bread together soon too i hope yeah, man. Thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate you Dude. allowing me on this platform and taking your time because your time is equally as important as mine, man. So, and dude, your, your questions were, I love them, man. I love I appreciate them. It, man. If, if anybody can take these questions and like ask somebody those same exact questions yes. that you did me, bro, like th that's a game changer. Like yes. ask your mom or like your dad or whoever, you know, Yes. like that's yes. a game changer. Well, I'll let you go, man, and and thank you. We'll do this again. We'll reconnect. And Tyson, uh, I'll link all your social media stuff on this video. People, go seek him out. He's going to be a huge educator for humanity. So thanks, brother. I feel really blessed. You have yourself a thank good you, night. Man. Appreciate thank it, brother. You. Thank you.